need somebody Help Not just anybody Help You know I need someone AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk with me, Tigo, and Tracy Venturi, the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams Realty. Pick up the phone and dial them today, 448-8888. That's 448-8888. As always, you can find them on the number one real estate website in the state of New Mexico. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Welcomehomeabq.com, Tigo and Tracy Join us live this morning to kick off our Super Saturday of broadcasting. Tigo, Tracy, good morning. How are you? Good morning, just like every week. Good every morning. Week. That's it's right. great to be here. It's great are, to be here. You guys Super are the lead off Saturday. batter. That's right. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Are, we are just rounding out the end of the year, and we got so much to get to. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of people look for your real estate expertise. We had some really staggering news last week as we were south of a 1,000 number of homes that are available on the market and uh, hey right controversy or whether there's conflict or whether there's uh, problems that's where opportunity starts to exist and Tigo and Tracy can show you the way this week what zip code is the hottest right now and what is the most you know I've always wanted to know that where all the transactions being done so we're going to do that with Tigo and Tracy real estate trend predictions for 2022 they're jumping ahead ladies and gentlemen how's that when when most realtors can't even tell what's up next on the horizon, they're making predictions. Yeah, crazy stuff. Home inspections, what they don't look at, things that you need to know. Don't forget our homes of the week, as always, with Tigo and Tracy Venturi, as well as our open houses. They have all that and more. Tigo, Tracy, take it away. Thank you, Eddie. Thanks, Always happy Eddie. to be here. Great to be Winding here. out 2021, happy fall. It turned, you know, it finally feels like winter's coming we've been getting all those emails for the ski areas and i know i know know. it's all of a sudden right and uh you know it's it's that time of year it and and by the way happy thanksgiving everybody it's you know it's it's such a fun time of year with the holidays totally a lot of traditions you know we're we're going to be kicking off a um, holidays at home. We know there's lots of different holidays coming up um, for people. And so Thanksgiving sort of the kickoff, and we hope you've all had or have a great Thanksgiving. Um, had well, some good time with people and food. and Home is, home is what we do. And home is. Home is, home is special, you know, and, and I think since... You know, the beginning of last year, I think homes changed for a lot of people and it's become much more significant in people's lives, you know, working, working from home, uh, just, you know, having a, a place for yourself. Right. right. And so, yeah, home's a big deal. And we're, we're proud to be part of that, you know, in a small way for people and, and, you know, in doing those transactions and helping people buy and sell when they need to. But that's right. Um, anyway, so Tracy, um, we were talking about, you know, okay, these different parts of Albuquerque. I saw uh, a national story was talking about, you know, what are the most expensive places in the country, right? And I'm like, well, okay, well, let's, what are, you know, you and I know this, but I bet people are curious, what are the most expensive parts of Albuquerque? You know, where are the most expensive homes? And we could also talk about where are the most least expensive homes as well. And so uh, I ran the numbers. And I'm sure you probably know. I haven't seen the numbers, but I could guess. Yeah, well, I know we always like that. Yeah. So I'm going to say, well, most expensive, a couple of things come to mind, right? Far Northeast, Corrales, Placitas. Yep. Good job so far. So 87122, 87048. So 87122, if people aren't familiar with it, that is the area, 
that is basically North Albuquerque Acres and Sandias Heights. Right. Yep. Um, the uh, the next one is eight seven zero four eight, which Corrales. is Corrales. I bet the next one is 043 Placitas. Yep. Placitas is next. Yep. And then um, well, 043 and then 047, which is uh, East Sandia Mountain. Park. Yeah. East That's Mountain. North 14 up a ways. Not yep. not Cedar Crest to Harris, yep. but Sandia Park. And then eight seven zero zero eight, which is uh. I Old Town, I believe. No, oh, that's now a 104. I, oh my gosh, now I feel. Oh, eight. I was going to say that's like. Oh wow, now I feel um, really silly. Um, Bernalillo. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's that's Cedar Crest. I'm sorry. Oh, that, okay. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So it's East Mountains also, um, and there then uh, yeah. So, um, and then eight seven zero five nine also. Um, to Harris. Uh, East Mountains. Yep. Yep. And then eight seven one one one, which is far kind northeast. Of what we consider the kind of the traditional far northeast heights. You know, that's like Tanawan and and everything around there. A lot North, of the La Cueva School District. Yeah, north of Montgomery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. And then we get into the the, the North Valley, um, and and uh, just kind of on down the list. Then like eight seven one one four, which is uh, the north Paradise Hills. You know, Paradise Hills, uh, ta- uh, well, not really Taylor Ranch, I guess, but mostly Paradise Hills, some of the newer areas. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, it, it, it definitely seems, and I, I think we see that, right, Tracy, as we're we're looking around the city. You know, there's certain pockets where there's some, you know, very expensive homes, North Valley, um, far, far northeast heights, Sandia, Sandia, um, um, Heights, Sandia and Heights North, and North Albuquerque, North Albuquerque Acres. Acres. So, yeah, very, very interesting. If we look at the most active uh, uh, zip codes and, num- you know, the most As number, in the most sales. As in the most sales. It's interesting because... North this, Rio Rancho. Yeah, this year it was North Rio Rancho with uh, over uh, 1,600 homes year to date through through November. Interesting. And second is uh, 87120 which is um, southwest and a little bit over I-40, west of course. Still considered so northwest, but it's, you know, just... Southwest. Uh, 120? Oh, I'm thinking of 121. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got it, got it. It's southwest and a little bit over I-40. Yeah, yeah. So and then 87144, so you think about, you know, the areas where there is uh, a lot of homes, right? 114, yeah, northwest. Mm-hmm. And then South Rio Rancho. So, yeah, so those are... All very hot and and a lot of newer neighborhoods, you know, in the last 20 years in those areas, for sure. And when we look at, you know, the the buyer's market versus seller's market and, you know, what are the hottest zip codes in town, uh, what we see are the the zip codes like 87120. And, you know, again, it's these places where the prices are a little more moderate. Right. Are going to be the, the, the most active. Well, You're going to say, see the most competition for homes that come on the market, right? Right. Of course, if you think of a pyramid, right, of, of our home prices, the highest price homes we're going to, are going to be the least amount of sales, right? Correct. Of course. And the ones that are most affordable, obviously, yep. will be the most or bulk of the sales. Yeah. So yeah. No, no. It, for, it only makes sense. For, for sure. For sure. We don't have to be like, Really smart to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's for sure. Uh, Tracy, I was I saw a story that had a list of um, top trends that that are being expected for twenty 
22. In homes. In homes. Well, in just in, in real estate in general, not in homes. I'm not talking about like design just, trends. No, no. I'm just talking about the, the, real, the real estate, estate world. world. The whole the whole the whole world. And and so there's a list here as well as I, I threw a couple other in here that, that I thought were pretty interesting. Um but but first off the the, the trend is is values. Home values uh, everybody is expecting it I say everybody, I should rephrase that. Most of the experts that are, you know, look at this stuff every day in the real estate world uh, project that home prices will continue to rise uh, across the country next year. And our regular listeners will know all the reasons why. Yes, absolutely. They know because interest rates are predicted to go up some. We know that we're not expecting a lot more homes on the market, and there's a lot of buyers still waiting for homes. There are not a lot of houses in foreclosure about to hit the market. Yep. Um, and even if two million across the United States came on the market, it wouldn't make it unhealthy. Correct. Right? Yep. So for all those reasons, home prices will continue to rise. Yeah. The, the 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 one projection is that the rate of appreciation uh, will slow a will little. slow a little bit, which which we need because really this double right. digit you know annual price appreciation is just not healthy. It's, it's not. It's it's not. Um, and, and along with that, just to to as part of that, as home prices go up, rents are expected to continue to go, continue to go up as well. Right. And Speaking of rents, Audrina Sweet from our team yep. was uh, featured this week. She manages an apartment complex in addition to doing residential real yeah. estate, and she got featured on the news this week on TV, and that uh, was awesome to see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it it was. It's interesting because KRQE did that story about, you know, the rents going up. And, you know, we actually did that story last week on the radio show. So yeah. I don't know if you're yeah. really KRQE listening, uh, you know, get your get your radio topics here or get your, your TV <laughs> topics your TV topics here on the radio. Some other trends for 2022? Yeah, the, some other trends uh, is just tech, tech adoption. But I think we all realize that that's everywhere. You know that there's just going to be more and more tech in everything we do. Just just so people understand in the real estate world, I think a lot of people know about the uh, virtual tours and, and different ways to view homes and the way homes are marketed and shown. Right, Tracy. Right, right. That that's that's pretty popular. Um, other stuff that's coming into real estate much stronger now is uh, artificial intelligence, things like reading, being able to actually read or or, or look at. Photos, photos of homes for sale and, and glean some data from that that'll help uh, uh, home buyers. So there's a lot going on there. We talked about this a few years ago, Tigo, yep. and it's so much more um, possible now, and that's where the computers are reading the photos that you're lingering on the most. So when you're doing home searching online and you're looking at pictures and there's the Artificial intelligence says, wow, you've looked at this house four times. I'm going to find you other houses with photos similar so that maybe the color palette or the kitchen or whatever is similar is what pops in front of you. It's all spooky stuff, and I'm sure people are cringing out there listening to this. But but it's here, and it's happening, and, and we know... We know that those, you know, home search websites use different types of technology to do that to help serve you up homes that that maybe you know uh, appeal to you. Right, it's that whole you know they're following you. You know, this is off topic, but I had read an article this week about Apple and they're developing the EV car, the electric yeah. vehicle, and it's autonomous. 
you know, pilot, no, no driver, driverless. And it was crazy to me that it said that within five years they plan to have this vehicle on the road. And it said that there will not be a steering wheel, gas pedal, brake pedal. And that the seats will face each other. You won't even be looking out the front. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. But, you know, yeah, think about I, how far I, we've come in just two years since the pandemic hit, how much we've all embraced things and things have changed much more quickly than we ever thought possible. That, anyway, that, that off is topic. true. That is true. And speaking of tech, just actually, let me just make one uh, uh, story here, actually, or tell a story is in, in New Mexico, um, Notarizing, Tracy. You're you're a certified, you know, as, I'm a, as a notary public. Notary public, right? And in New Mexico, uh, starting at the beginning of of 2022, you will be able to do electronic notarizing of documents. Right, e-signing. So e-signing, but not, but actually notarizing. I mean, we've had e-signing, e-notarizing, yeah, 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 which is great. Um, I've been watching the Secretary of State's website, and I, you know, you have to go back through training and get a new notary stamp to be able to do all that. And yeah. right now, I haven't been able to find that it's even available yet for me to get trained on and get my new credentials for it. But I'm watching for it because, boy, that has been so handy for us in other states and with yeah. some of our clients when they've needed to sign and they allow e-notary in those states, and that notaries online they look at your id online they're with you they tell you where to sign we've I'm personally awesome. signed done some of that tracy and and to me it seemed like it was almost more secure than in, in many ways so yeah. anyway that's coming it, you know again back we're, we're, we're talking about trends in real estate for 2022 and one of the things that's coming to new mexico is uh, e-notary e-notary so one other thing tigo that i'm thinking is 2022 is the work from home is not going away. No, no. It, it appears, you know, all the surveys, all the stuff, you know, like you, you, the, the, the companies that do recruiting online, like, you know, ZipRecruiter and uh, Indeed, uh, Indeed and, and, and all of WiseHire. Yeah, all those, they, you know, do tons of surveys and they're looking at, you know, what the application or what the, uh, um, what employers job requirements. Are, job requirements are and one of the things is you know work from home has gone up quite a bit and it's going to be it's it's here to stay basically of course there's lots of service jobs that you can't work from home of course um and a lot of businesses where you can you know it's interesting because we were talking with someone who is interviewing right now and it's a type of position that can be done from home and a major corporation was saying no we want you in office so there may be some companies where they're saying no we do want you coming in office or at least in area because right now we know there's a lot of people who are on teams where their teammates are all over the world now and they don't have to move for a job um, but I think, you know, maybe some will still require you to move so you can have those occasional in-person meetings, but not every day. Well, and, and just one last thing on the work from home thing that has driven a lot uh, in the housing market and people needing to get a different home so that they could have a home office or a place to work from. And, you know, there's there's these uh, auxiliary 
auxiliary dwelling units that you can buy, you know, so you can have like a, an, an office in your backyard. It's like a little tiny house office. And, right. And so there's a lot of that stuff going on, and it looks like that trend's going to continue. Off um, topic again, we were on a uh, Google Meets with a really high-level executive this past week, uh-huh. and their baby started crying, and their dog started barking. It was pretty funny. I was like, he goes, I need to step aside for a moment and close my door. I'm like, you didn't have your door closed before. <laughs> and then it was like the dog. It was yeah. sort well, of ironic. It's, it's, it's the world it, now. It's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, trend. Uh, another trend that uh, if you've been listening to us, we've been talking about it for a long time, which is the millennial uh, buyers. And in 20, I mean, 2021, it definitely millennials, that that generation, that cohort has dominated 2021 and is probably going to dominate it even more in 2022 as as home buyers. There's 72 million in that category. They're obviously a huge segment of who's ready to buy a house. And I believe that the average um, income of the millennial cohort right now is about 88,000 a year, probably in their joint between two people working together to be um, able to be in a position to buy a house. And that's awesome. You know, yeah, we expect yeah. a lot of them to be buying in 2022, just yeah. like they were this year. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, one thing that, that I saw that I thought was interesting, and I've seen this in a few different places, is that the new construction, um, we keep saying, we need more houses, we need more houses, keep building, keep building. But there are uh, a lot of projections that the, the the amount of new homes being built is going to stay pretty stagnant, that it's not like we're going to suddenly have this building boom like we had in 2004 and five, right? There, There's just so many constraints on building right now from availability of lots, availability of materials, availability of labor, cost of all of those things have gone up. you know. And so there's a certain point where a buyer just says, no, I can't. I can't spend five hundred thousand dollars on a on a basic you know entry level home, right? Or I can't wait fourteen months or some unknown date yes. for that house to be built. So yeah, there, there's some projections that the the new construction, single family home construction is going to stall a little bit. But there's also projections that multifamily is going to boom a little bit because because of the need for just housing, we just don't have enough in this whole country. So right. yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then the last thing that that uh, you know I was thinking about is there's going to be coming out a lot of different creative uh, I want to say creative but financing ways homes to, ways to purchase homes that aren't uh, the traditional um, how, how do I want to say this there's going to be ways to help people buy homes and sell homes that have never existed before and so what I mean by that is. If somebody, uh, you know, Tracy, you and I were just at that conference here a few weeks ago that uh, all the, the venture capital people in the real estate world that, that come together and talk about all this tech and both property technology as well as financial technology in the mortgage world. And there's a ton of in- innovation going on there. And I know as soon as you start saying creative financing for for real estate, people cringe because they think about, you know, what happened back in the day with the subprime and all that, right? But but there, there's these solutions out there where somebody can uh, hire a company to buy their home, you know, before they sell their home. So when they go to buy the next home, they're a cash buyer. Right. right? That's just one solution. There's, there's a bunch of different products out there for these kind of bridge loan 
uh, products, right? To allow again somebody to buy and sell and and have some sort a of one time yeah, financing in place. Um, that's that is booming right now. We're going to see more and more of that. Um, the other thing is the government, and if you you know, I follow all these stories uh, that, that's that related to real estate. Federal government is doing a lot of stuff. They realize that there is a quote air quote housing crisis. We don't have enough homes. Homes prices are are going up faster than than is logical, <laughs> and so there's going to be programs coming out to help first-time home buyers, minority home buyers, um, you know, helping you know maybe distressed neighborhoods to bring those neighborhoods up. You know, there's a lot coming not just from the private sector and venture capital, but also expect some stuff from federal government for for housing programs. So there it is. There's my projections or our projections and all the experts that we follow. Right. Projections right. for real estate in 2022, Tracy. Um, what else was on our list today? Oh, yes, uh, home inspections. Oh, my goodness. So we've talked about home inspections before, but today we're going to talk about what home inspectors, the general home inspection, the one who does the full house from roof to outside of the home, what things they don't inspect. And, you know, it's good because a list recently came out. New Mexico um, instituted a home inspector licensing Yeah, licensing. Yeah, uh, requirement. Program. Yeah. It's a yeah. requirement. So home inspectors went and got licensed, which many of them were, or they were members of large national companies Correct. that made sure that they knew what they were doing. Um, but now there's licensing in place. So along with that came a really good list of things that they don't look at, right? Well, what it, they're it not actually, responsible for, basically. The, the list is, is a, it's a 14-page document, and it, it literally lists what they do and what they don't do. But we just wanted to summarize some of the things that they don't do because right. we've seen that where, you know, somebody will say, well, why didn't they look at, the, the, the irrigation, irrigation line, yeah, the, the, the sprinklers. sprinklers, right, right, right. It's just something that they don't look at. It's not a part of the general home, yeah, right. So they don't. So let's go through some of them. Sure. I know a big one, Tigo, without looking at the list, is that they don't necessarily do a code inspection, right? They don't check things to make sure they're up to code today, right, right, right. Because building codes change. You know, regularly. Well, you just think about the, just like a hot water heater, for example. That's changed so many times. And so, you know, if you have a hot water heater that was installed 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's going to be very different than if you were getting installed today. So they're not, you know, they're not saying that that hot water heater isn't up to the current code. Because when it was done, it, it was, was probably code. done to code. Or and so, should have should have been. And they can't expect the home inspector to know every code change. Correct, so they're looking correct. for general... Um, hazards, they're looking for, you know, things that could be a problem, but they're not doing code work, yeah, so to yeah, speak. Yeah. The other thing I know that they don't do, because I've been at a lot of home inspections, is they don't usually light appliances or turn things on um, in general if it's not on. So if um, the furnace isn't on and it's time the furnace should be on, they won't light if the if the uh, pilot light isn't lit, they're not going to light the pilot light, Correct. right? Correct. 
And fireplaces, same thing. They typically don't inspect fireplaces. And if it's a gas fireplace and the uh, pilot light isn't lit, they're not going to light it. You know, if it's a switch on the wall, they'll probably turn it on. But they're not going to do a thorough fireplace. And let me just address that because you said fireplace. Well, I want to get my fireplace inspected. Well, there's people that do that. Right. right. There, there's fireplace specialists. specialists that will look at a fireplace and think about, you know, sewer lines. Right. So scoping a sewer line with a camera to see if it's good. Right. The, the standard general home inspection doesn't do that. But you can hire somebody to do that. Septic right. tanks, another example. Right. right. It's a specialist that's going to do that. Right. You know, you think about fireplaces and it's not just if it's a gas one or a, a wood burning one, but there's the whole chimney all the way up. Sure. And so, you know, somebody inspecting the chimney in addition um, to just the fireplace unit, right? And, yeah, and they yeah. typically don't do that. So the the other things that they don't do, Tico? I mean, in general, it's they. And this is kind of cover the whole thing. They don't take things apart. They don't poke into walls. They don't dismantle stuff. They don't. They don't do anything that that could hurt the property either, right? So it's you know any of those things. They're not gonna, you know. Take, pull the dishwasher and unscrew it and take it all apart to see, you know, what's going on in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then they're not going to run or turn something on that isn't operating in its normal sense. So, and this is an extreme example, but I'll give it to you anyway. So, there's a garbage disposal, right? And they flip the switch on the wall and the garbage disposal doesn't come on, right? Well, they look under the sink and it's not plugged in. Okay, they'd probably plug that in, right, and turn it on, right, to see if it works. But that's an example right there. That that's a nor again, that's a very extreme example, but the normal operating way to do it is you flip the switch on the wall or the counter and turn on the disposal. And if it doesn't work, then they nut right down. Disposal didn't, didn't not didn't, didn't work. operate. Yeah. Right. They don't change light bulbs, they don't do anything like that as well, another example. So Totally. Yeah. Um, so th- another thing that I've seen quite a bit, we don't have a lot of crawl spaces here, but we have attics in a lot mm-hmm. of our homes and a mm-hmm. few homes have crawl spaces, but if the, the space isn't large, they're yeah. not going to go in. They'll maybe put their head in and shine a flashlight or something, Correct. but they're not going to put on their coveralls and go into a crawl space that's not adequately sized, or they're not going to go into a roof attic if it's not adequately sized. So... You know, it's it's a tough one, but we have seen a lot of, like, especially the pest inspectors. I've seen them put on their coveralls and come out covered in cobwebs <laughs> and say, boy, there's a lot of uh, black widows down black there. Black widows in there, yeah. 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 We hear that one. All. But that's yeah. only when there's enough room for them to do that. Yeah, and I think in general, Tracy, in this conversation is that, you know, the home inspection, the general home inspection is intended to give a, a full scope of the Visual. Visual, you know, great way to put it. They do turn on things. So if there's a dishwasher, they'll run it, right? Right, right. Um, They'll check a furnace. They'll check an air conditioning unit if the outside temperature allows because they can't turn it on if it's too cold outside for a regular refrigerated air conditioner. They they just can't. It could damage the unit and freeze freeze it up. Um, So lots lots of things that we're wanting to make sure that our clients, when it's a full home, they know this is what they do, this is what they don't do. So there's a new 14-page document that kind of covers what they do and what they don't do. But most home inspectors have their own disclosures too. The other thing to remember, Tico, about home inspections is it's a snippet 
snapshot of time. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Right? Yep. This is the house, the moment that that home inspector went through it. And right when they leave, something could break. I mean, very next day, something stops working, right? So they say they don't warrant anything. They don't provide a bunch of um, warranties, coverage, anything. They're just saying, at this time, this is what I found the house to be in the condition of. They don't go into a bathroom and remove a tile and make sure there's no mold behind the bathtub surround or you know it's it's what they can see visually and so not all things are found you know if somebody has a concern about mold there's a mold tester person you can get out there right yeah well we have this long list of you know of all the different types of inspections that uh, you can get that we we go through when we're uh, you know somebody's looking at a home to to, you know generally though you're going to get a full home inspection Right. And I would never recommend that somebody not get a full home inspection, even if they're, they, they've already agreed to accept the home as as is. Right. Meaning they're, you know, they're going to they're going to just accept it no matter what they find. You still want to know what you're dealing with. Right. Right. You still want to know what the condition of the property is. Um, and then the other inspection we generally see uh, happening is a, is a termite. wood destroying insect is the proper term, but basically the termite inspection. We're right. destroying insect and uh, uh, possibly a dry rot inspection with that that's just checking uh, wood for wood wood damage. So, yeah. you know, that's, so, anyway, there's a long list and, yeah. you know, we, 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 we could spend uh, an hour going through it, but it's there's, there's a lot to look at. There is. So before we run out of time, yep. Homes of the Week, um, we suggest just give us a ring, 448-8888. Lots of homes uh, available coming soon. Best to find out what's what's happening now with the pace of home sales. Easiest to call us. Tell us what you're looking for. Let us do some searching and bird dogging for you and find you that great house. And if you're thinking of selling, yes, during the holidays, it's still a great time to sell, Eddie. You know, we've got yep. a lot of buyers. Yeah, a lot of downtime, too. And uh, who knows what's yep. going to happen. And why not uh, sign up for the email list with Tigo and Tracy and know about the homes before any of the rest of the market knows about the homes. And why not give them a call? Let them know what you're looking for. They'll go shopping for you, and then they'll know that you're ready to go, and then, you know, submit an offer day one. That's the way to do it, folks. So Get prepared. 505-448-8888. That's 505-448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Tigo, Tracy, see you guys again next week as we kick off December. Looking forward to that. And uh, stay tuned, everybody. We're going to get you qualified. But before we do that, we're going to rescue that credit because we know that life with bad credit, it sucks. And Mike Ramos is going to take care of all of that for you. Thanks for listening. But now these days are gone and I'm not so self-assured Now I find a change my mind I know